Pickle here. I really need your help. Guy. Well, yes. Okay, there you are. Hi. What do you need? We're in prison. I really need some help. I need you to, like, I don't know, bust down the doors. You're always talking about breaking chains. Do doors Guy. break? What? I'm sure that there is a very good reason that you and your friends are in prison at some unspecified point into the future. But for right now, why do you never talk to me anymore? I don't know, Mar I just, you seem busy. I'm not very busy. I live in a hammer. You got that big promotion. I don't know. I just assume. Why? What do you want to talk about, Mark? Well, I haven't, um, heard from you in a while. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, um, a lot, but also nothing. It's really strange. Last time I checked, you were in Innistrad. Now you are not. That's really true. Do you want to hear the story? Yes, because I cannot see. My hammer has no eyes. Well, a bunch of kids went missing in that town that we were in whose name I never remember. And so we tracked them to this place in the woods. And when we got there, we found Flum and a bunch of cultists. But Flum was one of the cultists? He was actually king of the cultists. I don't think he was in charge, per se. Either way, Flum was king of the cultists. He was sitting on a big old throne. There was a big dangling cage and the kids were in there and it was over a mayo pit. I don't know what was up with that. The cultists were trying to sacrifice Flum. That's why he was like kind of the king, but not really the king. And also the children. I don't know why they needed both. Well, we had a whole big fight scene. I think we pushed the cult of Crayola guy into the mayo, if I remember right. Well, we took all the children back and we got Flum back on our side. And then they had a big party for us. Now, was this a party or was it a shindig? Could it not be both? Carl likes shindigs. Then maybe it was a shindig. You were there for this. Did you not hear any of it? No, I was sleeping. It was past Carl's bedtime. Well, I bet you heard the really big boom that came next. Nope, I sleep like a dog. Well, a really big boom came next. And we all ran outside. And there was this metal box on wheels. I guess they call it a car. Flum said it's oh, a car. I said it was a car. I remember this part. <laughs> You rudely woke me up, but I didn't mention it because I am a benevolent god. <laughs> you told us it was a car, and so then we all got in, and next thing you know, we were just falling through space at, like, warp speed. And it was wild, and I was leaning over the backseat. I was trying to teach Flum how to drive, but I don't know how to drive, so I don't know why I was in charge. <laughs> you always take the initiative. That's why I like you. <laughs> well, we flew through space, and eventually we landed back in Ravnica. So we were falling out of the sky and this turtle flies in our way and so we smash into him because I don't know, he was in our way. We had the oh, right of way. The great turtle bank. Yeah, him. He's bad at driving. Yes, we went to God school together. <laughs> the turtle bank's a god. Unless he did not graduate, I don't remember. <laughs> so after we bounced off the turtle, he really set us off course and we landed in an alley and everyone knows you don't park cars in alleys. So we got out, and we were looking around, and, well, everything looked really different, but it still kind of felt like Ravnica, so we were pretty confused. So Chuggles and Flum ran out to the street and tried to find someone to talk to, and we met this really nice guy named Paul who told us that it was actually ten years in the future. Ten years into the future! Ten years, I know! Flum snacks! Oh no!
Hello fellow adventurers and welcome to Ravnik Avengers 2 Disco of the Soul, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about six shoddy superheroes who have been thrust ten years into the future in the plain wide city of Ravnica. I'm your dungeon master, Sullivan Harris, and as we go around the socially distant digital table today, can everybody tell me what does the average day off look like for your characters? So we'll start with Joanna Lear. Okay. Hi, everybody. I am Daryl Hall, a Loxodon rogue. It's up in the air right now. Yeah, that is true. Well, before my uh, purpose in life was to drown out all of my past memories with copious amounts of drugs, booze, and DJ music, but... Now that I've been plopped back into a new life with new hot tattoos, I'm kind of up in the air right now. And what I do on a day, a traditional day off, I like to write to my loving nephew. That's oh my it. God. You write letters? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I, we're pen pals. Not really anymore. Not really anymore. Your mailbox years. must be pretty full at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My P.O. box is stuffed. Chris Rowe. <laughs> Playing Chuggles the Muppet Born. I am a druid boy slash barbarian, so I club people on the head. And what I like to do on my days off is I like to raid the candy store near my house. Chuggles has, over the years, dug a little tunnel that goes into the candy vault, and uh, sometimes he goes in and he pilfers. Wait, so your house is in the Selesnia tree in Ward 69? Yeah, I go down the street to the, the candy shop. You just said you dug a hole under your house. Yeah. The tunnel's got to start somewhere. <laughs> so you've dug out through the Selesnia tree. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Selesnia tree is like, it's in its own section of the city with no buildings around it. Yeah. So this tunnel would have to be at least like a half mile long. Chuggles is very good at digging. He's had a while. <laughs> How long did it take him? Uh, like a week. I hired some moles. And what's Chuggles' favorite candy? What is his like? What is his go-to when he goes to steal them? Uh, he's a chocolate boy. He fucking loves chocolate. Usually, when he's finished, he's covered in chocolate, and he's got to <laughs> yes. be dry cleaned. Yeah. <laughs> is it like traumatic to go through the dry cleaning process? No, I mean Chuggles hates baths. Like he'll scream his head off, but he'll take a bath when need be. Well, but this is dry cleaning, so there's no water involved. Yeah. Sometimes I just get thrown in the washer. <laughs> and I like Chuggles just thinks it's dry cleaning. I like to hang out in the laundry heap. Flum just looks at me, he's like, Man, Chuggles, you look pretty dirty. And just like that, there are canonically laundry machines in Ravnica. <laughs> Does Chuggles shrink when he comes out of the dryer every time? Yeah, did Chuggles start as like an average sized human? And then every water cycle. <laughs> I've only got so many years left. <laughs> ben Mannix. I play Flumstike Dragava. I'm a Vidalcan cleric, and Flum's typical day off involves waking up, eating breakfast, eating breakfast again, maybe a third breakfast every once in a while. And then, then mom yells at you for eating so much breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> then Flum will uh, spend the rest of his day in his room consuming copious amounts of anime on his TV. <laughs> now, can you you explain to me the backstory of Flum's TV, but do you want to explain the backstory of Flum's TV to everyone else? Yeah, so essentially anyone who just comes in or sees it just thinks like, ah, it's a magic device, whatever. But Flum, <laughs> Flum in his room has a little workstation, and Flum, incredibly good tinkerer, only when he's not trying to be, though. So he's actually just assembled his TV through various means of electrical engineering. And he uses it to watch 
Exclusively anime. Exclusively anime. Is it is it somehow tapped into the multiverse so he can pr- yes. get anime from? <laughs> oh shit! It's got a multiversal antenna. Yep, and that's how he get he, <laughs> he picks up the radio waves from our universe to watch anime. What's Flum's <laughs> favorite anime? He probably he he likes um, Monster Musume. Um, <laughs> oh god! He likes the plot. <laughs> He's engaged with the story. Lena Pratt playing Guy Elfman, a very confused dwarven paladin. Guy actually hasn't received a day off in like the last thirty or forty years that he's been working for the Orzovs because he does not pay enough attention to his schedule. He kind of forgets to ask. <laughs> so it's not that he's just a hard worker. No, he just doesn't look. He just keeps showing up every day. Do they pay him for the days that he's not scheduled for? You know, he doesn't. He's not really sure. So you've been working with the Orzov for like over seventy years at this point, right? I think we decided something like that. So not a single day off in seventy years. No, he just keeps showing up. It doesn't really matter because he doesn't do much work while he's there. But <laughs> yeah, he just keeps showing. Up. He takes naps under the desks. Mm. Generally loses paperwork. Does Guy have a house? Where does Guy sleep? Don't you remember that I didn't go home the very first session? Right. I slept outside of the... Milky Palace. Casey Clark. Playing Baldric Stormcaller. Human uh, Storm Herald Barbarian. Baldric, he, he doesn't take days off like a normal person would. He has sanctioned days off from the Boros, but he still goes around and like tries to... Uh, uphold justice like he'll frequent the uh rakdos bars and clubs and walk around and kind of just like look for any skeevy people he usually goes around white knighting and like stops people from drug- <laughs> drugging other people's drinks is that white knighting though no, <laughs> it's is stopping date rape white knighting <laughs> no 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 no. he white knights <laughs> and is stops like, hey you leave things. her alone hey leave her alone <laughs> Baldrick sounds like a fucking nerd. Baldrick sounds oh, like a hall a nerd. monitor. He's just, Baldrick is a nerd, but he's a buff nerd. He's just a really buff nerd. He's Ravnica's hall monitor. <laughs> Where's your hall pass? Say, it doesn't make sense for us to have a narc on the team. Fun fact, Baldrick was actually hall monitor in his, uh, and was also top of his class at the uh, Boros Academy. Of, of, of what? Class of one? Oh, was he also the line leader? Good for you, freaking nerd. <laughs> I, I canonically used to shove Baldrick's head in the toilet. <laughs> Did you fail out of the Boros? Why were you there? <laughs> because he's keeping me from dragging people's <laughs> Alright, so... You guys are all now in Ravnica. You are in a shady alley in the city proper. So you are in the 10th district, which is the sort of like central hub of Ravnica. And you are in Precinct 1, which is like the richest of the rich. It's kind of neutral zone for all the guilds. And Daryl, you are currently covered head to toe in tattoos that revolve around this very arachnid theme. Again, you know what this means. So you are just suddenly overcome with like all these memories of your past, the brutal training that you had to go through, the experience you went through with your brother, all the missions you were sent on. But as that washes over you, you also feel this coldness like deep within your soul, almost as if all the magic has left your body. And Baldrick and Guy, I think you two are the only two that are still back at the car with Daryl, seeing him with these insane tattoos. Flum and Chuggles are out. They've they've walked out to the outside of the alley and trying to interrogate people on the street, right? Right. Flum and Chuggles are out in the alley talking to we a street painter. We have a conversation. Painter. And, uh, and they, they, they have learned that we're 
10 years in the future. 10 years in the future, yes. That's but I don't crazy. think the rest of you have heard that yet. Okay. I think that what you two notice, the two back of the car with me, is for the first time in forever, Daryl almost looks sober. But it's not a good sober. Yeah. It's more like he's sobered unwittingly. <laughs> yeah, it's like the drugs were the magic in me all along, and suddenly I've gone cold. <laughs> I don't know. Can a dino- dinosaur? <laughs> can, a, can an elephant go pale? Daryl, are, are you okay? What's wrong with your skin? <laughs> That's such I a weird way to word of all, that, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really respond. I'm just in like a state of shock. Daryl, do, do you need another hit? You left some in my bag earlier. Will that help? <laughs> no. I don't I don't think I can handle that right now, man. Oh, just, okay. Where are we? Where the hell are we? Wait, let's go ask the guys who actually talked to someone. I run over to Flum and I ask, Flum, what'd they say? What, what's going on? Where are we? It's been 10 years. We gotta go check on those snacks. They're probably <laughs> expired. 10 years. Wait, are we in the future? Uh, no, we're in the present. Yeah, we're always in the present. So the painter that's in front of you guys, who told you you were 10 years in the future, when he sees Daryl and Guy and Baldrick and Sting run up, his face also goes completely white. And he's like, whoa, you, uh, you can't be. You guys are supposed to be dead. Did his voice change between episodes? <laughs> my, I, I had to adjust my voice so it's more interesting. Before <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of Sullivan. <laughs> This, <laughs> this this is the this isn't the first time people have thought we're dead. I've walked the line more than anyone else has. I would know if I was dead. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm talking to the Ravnik Avengers right now. Balter ah. grabs her by the shoulders and he says, Okay, do you know where the hey, nearest whoa, 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 man, hands off, hands off the merchandise. Uh, okay, okay. Do you, Why do you, you gotta know touch the, people? Do you know where the nearest compound of Clark is? Or it, what's what's the most powerful body in this city right now? The compound of clock? I've never heard anything about a compound of clock. O- okay, well, who, who's in charge in the city? Oh, well, that'd be the cult of Crayola. Hey, you all disappeared before they even came around, huh? Apparently. Crayons? Uh, wait, are the guilds still uh around? What do you mean the guild's still around? Of course the guilds are still around. Look okay. around it. And he like gestures out into the streets where you can see people walking around in Slesnia robes and Boros robes and everything of the sort. Okay. What is what is he wearing again? Green overalls with like a white t-shirt under it. He's got a green beret on his head, fluffy, curly brown hair. Everything is just covered in paint. He's Luigi. Uh so <laughs> are are you are you part of the this cult of Crayola? Me? No way, sir. I'm not part of the cult of Crayola. Are you are you I'm in not a guild? smart enough? Are you in a guild? No, I like to think of myself more as a free roamer. Oh okay, so you're one of the guildless. Wow, uh, I can't believe this. The Ravnik Avengers are alive and they're asking me questions. <laughs> can, can, can you take us to the cult of Crayola? Does this kid sound like a nerd to anybody else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, I, I'd be willing to take y'all anywhere. I, uh, being the personal guide to the Ravnik Avengers? That'd be a dream come true. Wait, how old is this man that we're talking to? 42. Uh, he <laughs> looks to be in his, like, upper 20s. <laughs> okay, you just sound quite young. I was just curious. How, uh, how tall is he? Again, like how big is he? Just like you know, like the a- an average like five foot eight. So I would not be able to wear his coat. No, he's not wearing a <laughs> coat either. Are you gonna I steal it off him? I'm wearing mesh, and I feel like I, I would Daryl want to cover up his new 
funky tribal tattoos. As this guy is talking to you, he is sort of like every once in a while squinting his eyes and looking over at you, Daryl. And I kind of like edge back behind Chuggles and then I notice he's not tall enough. So then I go behind Sting. <laughs> I notice he's also not tall enough. So I go behind Guy and then Baldrick and then Flum. And then I kind of just like crouch. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoos are pretty obvious, right? Yes. The tattoos are like literally covering his whole body and okay. he only wears mesh. So. <laughs> <laughs> Flum looks over and goes, Did you permanent marker yourself too? My mom gets real mad when I do it. While I was in the car, yeah, I fell onto a permanent marker quite a few times. Oh, (laughs) happens to the best Uh, of us. Say, Daryl, those aren't like... Shut up. House Demir tattoos, are they? No. Daryl, I'm going to grab Daryl's arm and I want to make a history check to look over the tattoos and see if I recognize them. (laughs) Can I roll to sniff hair? <laughs> Baldrick, since you are a seasoned Boros investigator, I'll just give this one to you. Okay. These are absolutely tattoos of the silence. And you have had to deal with people covered in these before because they are tattoos that usually only appear when a House Demir member has an outstanding debt with the House Demir. So if they've run away and not completed all of their duties, these tattoos appear to kind of put them to shame. Daryl! Shut up! <laughs> Are you, you're part of the silence? Can we not talk about this in a hallway in front of nerdy Nancy over here? Please? Uh, okay, yeah, fine. Gravnik but... Avengers just called me nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, fine, but we will have to deal with this later. Whatever. For right now, let's get somewhere where we can talk. Sir, What? what is your name? My name's Paul. Paul, can you take <laughs> us to the Calds of Crayola? Oh, yeah, sure, I can take you anywhere you want. I mean... I see you got a car back there. Yeah, we do. I'm really good at driving. Oh, sorry. I meant a mobile, because cars don't exist here. (laughs) You mean metal horse, right? Is that what that model's called? I've never seen one like that before. Yeah, it's clearly a metal horse of some sort. I've I've left it to do shit. I mean, if you guys have been gone for 10 years, that means none of you probably have a license, right? Can you even drive that thing? Uh, I did. We're not sure how to... Really, Chuggles help. I hit the pedals. What do you mean? Flum knows how to drive it just fine. (laughs) Paul dramatically reaches into his back pocket, whips out a wallet, and pulls out a little plastic card that has a picture of his face on it. And he's like, I could drive any way you want. I'm certified. (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, Baldrick leads him back to the car. And he he whispers in his ear, whatever you do, don't press the red button. Toss him into the hole. Before he comes with you, he is like, oh, hold on. I just got to get my supplies real quick. And he runs back out into the street and picks up his easel that has a canvas on it with like a painting of the cityscape out in front of him, tucks it under his arm and <laughs> trots on back to you guys. You see, the 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 chaotic side of me that Baldrick can't be really wants to ask him if he'll just like step into the hell hole for us and see what, see what happens. <laughs> oh, no. We're not killing this nice man. It said it wants a willing volunteer, right? Yes, it did say a willing volunteer. Yeah, okay. I'm not, not going to do that, but I really want to know. Someone's got to ride in the trunk. I'll ride in the trunk. I'm pretty small. Sit on my lap. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good, Daryl. Can I be the thing that hangs from the uh, back mirror? <laughs> <laughs> the back mirror? The rear view mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would the back mirror be the front view mirror? Yeah. But, yeah, but we have a back mirror in this rear, car? Rear view so mirror. You use the rear view mirror to look into the back mirror. Yeah. Right. Tell where you're going. To, to look forward? Yeah. yeah. 
Do you think Chuggles has a tag that I could just like hang him off the rear mirror with? Of course I do. I mean, he probably has like some loose strands on his jacket or something, right? How about he's like those testicles that like rednecks put on the back of the a car? Truly tied the hitch. Okay, so are we all getting back in the car then and letting him drive us? But what about the Celestia Conclave? What's happened? We gotta find out. The Celestia Conclave? Which one? Flum puts out his fingers to put the L's with his hands. Oh. <laughs> Sting leans forward and is like, it's the it's in Ward 69. The Celestia Conclave in Ward 69. Oh yeah, that one. I wanna go Mommy's house. I wanna go see Mom. I, I mean I don't know what's going on there right now, but I could certainly take you. Yeah. All the way back to Ward 69. <laughs> yeah, I mean it would be like a half day drive or so, but I could I could take you there easily. No problem. Is the cult of Crayola on the way? No, the, the cult of Crayola is here in the city. In the city proper. I think if I put it to a vote, I'm gonna lose, so I guess we're going back. <laughs> To the <laughs> hey Sullivan. Yes. I obviously have a bit of awareness of what these tattoos are. Is there like any way to get rid of them? Do I know of? The only way to get rid of those tattoos is to complete whatever debt you still have withstanding with the house demir. And like even then, even if you complete whatever task they give you, it's not a guarantee. Like they can just be like, no, you're stuck with us forever. Yeah, that is something my mummy would do. <laughs> okay. I get into the car. Shotgun! I squeeze into the middle seat again. Sting jumps on Daryl's lap. Guy also jumps on Daryl's lap. (laughs) (laughs) So like a three stack. Sting will jump on Guy's lap. Awesome. (laughs) So that means no one has to sit in the back, right? No, yeah. Chuggles is hanging from the rear view mirror. (laughs) Uh, So he starts up the old lot of Neva and he's like, wow, this thing's kind of weird, but I mean, the inside's pretty similar to all the other mobiles, so I guess I can drive it. And he, like, slams on the gas, and you guys are suddenly tearing through the city proper. The streets are filled with all sorts of mobiles, like the ones that you... It's kind of like the one you're in right now. Uh, A lot of them actually don't have wheels. They're just kind of, like, hovering on cloudy magic. But he swiftly maneuvers the lot of Neva in and out of traffic and is like, Hey, this thing drives like a dream! So, uh, what's been going on with you guys? You've been gone ten, ten years. Ten years, and you're not dead, so... So what's the story? Well, uh, we we saved the planes. Well, yeah, obviously. Everyone knows that. I learned about the magic of bats. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Bats are very mysterious creatures. They're pretty I great. Lot, I, I made a lot of friends. Killed a turkey. All right. So <laughs> if if we've been gone, who told you guys about what we did? Oh, it was the... There were a couple, like, uh, I think they were Azorius who were at the battle, but they kind of just got told to leave. And they, they said that you guys... Sacrificed yourself, saving all the planes, saving Ravnica from the two. They were like vampires, right? I remember uh, another Chuggles, but purple, and then a big bird. Yeah, honestly, that is a very accurate representation of the two big bads of last week. I remember <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Chuggles, do you miss Drambo? No. Come to think of it, there were a lot of Chuggles, weren't there? I think I turned into a Chuggles at one point. Maybe the Chuggles were the friends we made all along. <laughs> so if you didn't die back there, I mean, wh- where have you been then for the last 10 years? Eating sandwiches mostly. Sitting in another plane that we couldn't get out of. Yeah, that too. Oh. I was learning to whittle. Yeah, that makes sense, but... I mean, the government said they give you plenty of time to get out of there before they, you know, closed off all the planes and such. Yo, it's the rabbit conspiracy part two. They don't want us there. They don't want us back. (laughs) I bet it's the clock guy again. We should kill him. Yeah. (laughs) 
No, no, no. They left they left all the planes open for like a month so people could, you know, deal with outstanding debts and stuff on other planes before they, they, they sealed them off for good. And to give Ooh. you guys a chance to come back, but you never did, so everyone just assumed you're dead. Wait, why did they seal them for good? Well, I mean, it was 10 years ago, so maybe you forgot, but two vampires tried to use our plane as a battery to blow up another plane or something, so the cult yeah. of Crayola, when they came in, they decided that. Uh, they were done with all this plane stuff. So they just sealed them all up, sealed them nice and tight, so no one could come uh, through anymore. So yeah. but they built a wall. Does that mean I can't go to the <laughs> Feywild anymore? Well, not from Ravnica, at least. Wait, try the flute. I'd like to try the flute, please. All right, roll for flute, please. Fourteen. All right, so Chuggles, under you, the bright white portal starts to light up, but where you would normally fall through it, you just kind of fall like a couple centimeters and then hit a solid wall, and you can't go through. Can you see through it? You cannot see through it. It's just like white. And after a couple of seconds, it disappears. Chuggles crosses his arms and goes, hm. <laughs> Yeah, I told you, buddy. Shouldn't have tried that. <laughs> he would do that. This seems mighty suspicious, guys. So Paul maneuvers the Ladaniva up a ramp onto what you all barely recognize as the Transguild Promenade, which is a great stone bridge that once towered over all the buildings below it but it is now dwarfed by the tallest skyscrapers that are now showing up in Ravnica. It runs through the 10 districts of the city proper before it heads out into the farthest reaches of Ravnica. Now, the promenade used to be lined, like the top of it, with all sorts of merchants and traders, with a small road running through the center of all of it. In fact, this is where you guys all encountered Lef and the crotch goblins. Well, that the part that ran through Ward 69, right? Yeah, but th like this is also where Stavros shits, sorceries, supply, whatever it was. But as you make your way out of the city proper, it becomes clear to you that the promenade is now a bustling multi-lane highway with no merchants in sight. You do, however, see hundreds of colorful billboards poking out from the ruins of where the more permanent stores once were advertising their movement to something called the Trans Guild Mall. Are there any for Ooh. adult outlets? There are, absolutely. Hell, yeah. Okay. Just make sure. You see sure. more of those once you get out of the city proper, but there are definitely adult outlet billboards. Awesome. Uh, does does Baldrick see uh, any for like uh, weapon stores or has Stavros expanded his uh, merchandise empire at all? Once you get more towards Ward 69, you do spot a billboard for Stavros's store. Uh, and it also says that it has moved to the Trans Guild Mall. That bastard Eisenhower got to here too. Eisenhower? <laughs> Eisenhower? <laughs> like Dwight D? <laughs> Guys, I don't like the feeling of this. The feeling of what, Flum? Change scares me. While we're driving, we're listening to Daryl's 80s Miami cocaine party playlist. <laughs> So, uh, this cult of Crayola, who are they? Give me, like, give me the, the quick rundown of this whole organization. Oh, uh, well, the cult of Crayola, they're a decent bunch, them. While you were gone, you, you know Jace Planeswalker? Yeah, the, the living guild pact. The, the one that oversees all the guilds and makes sure they don't go at each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he allegedly came back to Ravnica, and he put them in charge, which is fine by me because, you know... That old man that used to run things around here was an absolute kook. Yeah. Talking. Wait, are you talking about the speaker? Yeah, that dude was nuts. Wait, wh <laughs> wh what happened to the speaker? I don't know what the heck happened to the speaker. They fired him. They fired him? Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, they've been turning this place around, honestly. They've been funding scientific research, policing the guilds much better. They say crime is down 40%, which is why I think they've been very interested in talking to used lots. I mean... 
The word on the street is that some powerful object has gone missing from the city. Or maybe it was like objects, plural. I don't really remember. But they might want to talk to you about that since you're all like an elite crime fighting team or whatever. Um, last time we were here, there was a spider kid walking around. What's he up to? Spider kid? Spider kid. Oh shoot, you you must be talking about Ehrlich. Spider kid, sure. From the from the Fantastic Five? Well, I don't, sure. Yeah, they've been giving the, the cult Crayola a lot of trouble to be honest. They think they're all rogues, crime fighting scientists or something like that. But they live in this tower back in the in the city proper. Why do you know them? Yeah, no. they're uh, they're acquaintances <laughs> of ours. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Uh, the name's uh, uh you know, Pat. Yeah, my name's Pat. What's up? <laughs> so when these uh, cooler people took over, like people just let them? Was there any resistance? Well, yeah, no, I mean. Jace Planeswalker put him in charge. And who are we to argue with Jace Planeswalker? Did any of you see him? No, that that stuff all happens at the guild concourse back in Precinct 1. <laughs> no one's really allowed to see all that stuff that goes down. Okay, everyone, shut the hell up. I have a question. Who's the best DJ in Rakdos? Or where are we? Ravnica. <laughs> <laughs> the best DJ in Ravnica right now? I don't really usually... I'm not really a part of that scene, but... I heard that Astro Todd's pretty good. Astro Todd! <laughs> yeah, why? You know him? Uh, yes, I know Ast- Astro Todd. <laughs> wait, wait, Astro-tod. Who, who's Astro Todd? <laughs> First of all, I came up with that name. Isn't it great? <laughs> yes, it is. That's why I asked. <laughs> to ruminate on Astro Todd. <laughs> is Astro Todd Astro- your rival? <laughs> we were buddies. He's a half-orc. And we did sets together, and we had plans for opening up our own little DJ place called Astro Hall, because it's a fun mix of both of our names. Oh, shit! Astro Hall, I love that place! <laughs> You're kidding me! <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he opened it about seven years ago. At least he waited two years. Did he mourn me? I don't, I don't know. All right. Is there a song dedicated to Daryl? I mean, not that I know of. <laughs> Before we actually get back to the uh, to the Silesnia compound, can we uh, stop somewhere to get some new clothes? I feel like we stick out like a sore thumb. Well, I mean, if you wanted to do that, you should have done it back in the city proper. That's where all the good stores are. Oh, uh, we want the shitty stores. <laughs> is there any is there any outlets <laughs> with uh, you know outdated clothing and weird '80s hairstyles that we can go to? <laughs> It I'm is cool. <laughs> you can find anything in the Trans Guild Mall. Was that where we were, or are we on the way to the Trans Guild Mall? Oh no, the Trans Guild Mall is right under our wheels right now. Can we can we stop down there? I mean, yeah, sure. We gotta find a place to to get off the the promenade, but the the Trans Guild Mall runs the entire length of the Trans Guild Promenade. It's actually quite incredible how they did that. Cool. Is it like Destiny USA? It is like Destiny USA. <laughs> Except it runs the entire, like, it's under a road. Can I just observe something quick? How wide what? is this highway? It's about four lanes on either side. Okay. Four lanes going one direction, four lanes going the other. So what you're telling me is, assuming the mall's below us, it's one store wide, and you just have to walk <laughs> through every single store in the entire you know, lane. that's a good point. It's about 12 <laughs> lanes wide on either side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you have to walk through Macy's to get into the main mall. Right. But the whole way. 
But it's all of it's Macy's. <laughs> all of it is all Macy's. One store. Oh my god! So, 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 Paul, this buildings are they just attached under the promenade? Oh yeah, it was about four years ago when the cult of Crayola passed a movement to wall up the area under the promenade, move all the merchants down there. It was part of this this new innovation initiative they put together at the request of Martin Dragon. That man is a genius, if you ask me, honestly. Wait, they put wait. all sorts of a tri- what? What, what, what? Who's 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 Martin Dragon? You guys really have been gone for a long time. He's this genius inventor. In fact, he built all these mobiles that you see all along the guild promenade. Now, his is his last name Dragon or is he a dragon? No, his last name's just Dragon. He's a human. Very handsome fella, too. What's he look like? You got a picture? I don't just have a picture of him laying around. I mean, he's a very handsome fella. He's got black hair, a very strong jawline. Uh, <laughs> It's Timote Shalomay. Does he does he have a, a dual personality? Does he fuck a peach? No. Well, listen. If you want to see what he looks like, I think he has some event going on in the mall tomorrow. Well, I guess we'll have to go get clothes tomorrow. No, get off, get off now. I want to have a clothes shopping <laughs> montage. Daryl need Daryl needs some retail therapy. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I found my character. I found my character voice halfway through. The mall is open every day. I mean, he's just doing some event that he's been advertising for weeks. It's happening tomorrow. We can go to the mall two days in a row. That's not <laughs> That's <true>. not allowed. <laughs> Should I pull off or not? Please pull uh, off. Guys, the exit's it's, it's coming up. Uh, guys, do I pull up or not? Chuggles grabs the wheel. <laughs> where, where does Chuggles turn it? <laughs> he starts yanking both ways. He doesn't know. He's just wiggling it. <laughs> Paul is going to make a dexterity saving throw to try to regain control of the car. Lucky for you all, he got a 16 plus 2 to his driving skill. Um, so he is able to tear control back from you, Chuggle, and he pulls you off uh, on the off-ramp. Oh, he pulls us off, huh? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Paul, he drives you all off the Transguild Promenade down into a bustling part of the city. Once again, these are like a massive stone bridge, the underside of which has now all been closed off by with bricks and stone and all sorts of stuff. And there's like a big magical sliding glass door there in front of you. Well, uh, I'm going to have to go find Pawkin, but you all can get out. And uh, I'll try to find a place that's close by. So when you're done, you can just come out and sort of shout for me and I'll come pick you up. Oh, no. This happened with a centaur before. And we <laughs> never saw that man again. Oh, no. We never did go and look. <laughs> He's still there. We just got here. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Are you guys going to abandon me? No. Not if we don't go to any portals. <laughs> Oh, well, that won't be a problem. Like I said, all the portals are closed off. Paul, Paul, before before we go shopping, um, question. Are you so- Man, you're sure full of questions, aren't you, mister? I really am. Uh, when, when all this started really 10 years ago, we were investigating a bunch of terrorist attacks that happened in Ward 69. You know about the bombings? Yeah, of course we know about the bombings. You saved us from them. Did, did, they, uh, did they ever find who did it? Well, what, what do you mean? It was the vampires, right? Well, no, they had a hench woman. Ah, oh, she's so beautiful. Uh, so, <laughs> put it in your pants. <laughs> did do, do you know if they they ever found uh, any any uh, cohorts of the vampires? I'm gonna be honest, sir. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Baldrick grabs him like against his shoulders and gets real close to his face. Oh, and he whoa, says, whoa, hands off, do, hands off, hands off. Do hands you off. know who Lef is? I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's Flum's girlfriend. Yeah, Flum's girlfriend. I know her. I concur, that is Flum's girlfriend. 
<laughs> Mr. Please let go of me. I, as much as it, it feels very good to have a Ravnica venture touch me, I'm a bit scared right now, and I've never heard the name Lef in my life. We are in a city of like two billion people. If- Actually, no, it's like the whole planet, so seven billion. It's Earth-sized? Well, it's it's a plane of existence. That's just You're making a lot of assumptions here, Casey Clark. Well, I ran this campaign last Last season. I know how it's many a, people. It's a are. plane of existence that's a city. The population so. is at least seven. Yeah. I don't yeah. think me saying the city's population is two billion is wrong if the entire plane is a city. So he he lets go of Paul and he's like, fine, I guess we'll find you later. Okay, like I said, I'm gonna try to park close. I'll keep the windows down. So if you need me, just just holla and I'll come pick you up. It's like that scene in Die Hard where the where the chauffeur is down the basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul, do you know how to defend yourself? Why would I have to know how to defend myself? What is Paldrick going to do to this man? Just keep the car safe. Don't let anyone in it. <laughs> Why would anyone try to get in the car? This is a bad neighborhood. Baldrick, can we go shopping? This is yet? this is Ravnica Avengers business, so just just do it, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't realize this was official Ravnica Avengers business. I thought uh, y'all were just like hanging out, but okay, okay, I'm gonna protect I'll, the I'll car. Be, I'll my make life. you an honorary member if you you just <gasps> keep it safe. Honorary member? <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. This guy's so cute. I'm I'm a Ravnica even though he Avenger. sounds like discount sting. But, you know. <laughs> he sounds like. <laughs> Daryl, he doesn't sound anything like me. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'll keep the car safe. I feel like Flum and Chuggles have already gone inside. Guy also. We're probably No, I think Baldrick's the only one outside at the moment, probably. Bye, Baldrick. Have fun with your new boyfriend. (laughs) Okay, Baldrick (laughs) taps on the, the door of the car and lets him go off and he goes to follow the group inside. You guys hop out of the car, and Paul takes the lot of Neva off into the distance, trying to find a parking spot. And uh, like I said, Transguild Promenade is in front of you, this huge fucking bridge, but now there's no, like, underside to it. It's all filled in by bricks and stuff, and there's a big revolving door okay. in front of you. <laughs> That's where Flum juggles it and Guy are. We're just going around and around. <laughs> going through the revolving door. <laughs> Daryl keeps trying to enter the revolving door, but then, like, doesn't quite understand, like, does it can't time it right? So he's like, uh. can, I, can I make a can I make <laughs> but, a roll okay. to see if Baldrick gets it first try or has struggles? A re- the, sure, all of you make wisdom checks. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, time to open dice roller. Joanna, you own dice, and the default assumption shouldn't be that you won't be rolling dice this session. The <laughs> default assumption should always be I'm going to be rolling dice this session. <laughs> Baldrick got a nineteen. Tiny Sullivan, get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I got a seven. I got a seven too. I got a sixteen. I rolled a fifteen. Guy and Flum are in the same one, pushing opposite directions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baldrick, you're able to get through. You're the first one to get through. You get through without any trouble. Daryl and Chuggles, you both enter at the same time, and you get the idea because you saw Baldrick do it. But before you can get to the other side, Flum and Guy hop in at the same time and start pushing it in opposite directions. <laughs> Man, I think this thing's broken. Wait, what if the door is conspiring with Baldrick? Kill the door! door. Kill the door! There's like six city children <laughs> sitting around the door, like just outside. And they're all just staring at you two with eyes agape. Hey, you just, you just kind of... Walk forward the same direction. Get back! This door's dangerous. Uh, it's <laughs> conspiring with Baldrick. No, you just you just walk forward. Are you also conspiring with Baldrick? I 
I don't like. I bet they are. I transform into a bear. <laughs> I would like to attack the door. No. <laughs> All right. Well, tra- describe your transformation. All right. Uh, Chuggles has a magical stone on his hand, and he swallows that. And then, and then I turn all furry, and then I get claws, and then I get teeth, and then I go rawr, and I'd like to attack the door. Roll a strength check. I got a natural one. You turn into a bear and you try to swipe at the door and uh, you hit it in just the perfect way so one of your claws rips out of your hand. The door fights back! I mean, roar! Baldrick tries to go up to the door and like, as it's revolving, try to reach it and like, pull each of them (laughs) out as they're spinning it around. It's not spinning. It's stationary. Oh, it's stationary? One of the kids walks up to Guy and Flum inside their rotating door panel and they tap Flum on the shoulder. What? Just just come over here to where your friend is. Okay. I'll give it a shot. And then push like this. And he just like motions to walk forward and push the door. Flum pushes it with all of his strength. <laughs> <laughs> we all get stuck for several more rotations. Struggles, Guy and Daryl, can you all make dexterity saving throws? And Flum, can you make a strength check? Aw, oh, man, I got a 10. I got a 13. <laughs> Four. <laughs> I got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Flum. Flum just starts fucking wailing this, the rotating door around so fast that none of you are able to hop out. <laughs> Baldrick is going to try to stick his hammer into the, like, the... the butt end of his hammer into the door to stop it. Okay, we'll, we'll say dexterity saving throw. Dexterity? All right. That was a 19. Okay, so Baldrick, you thrust your hammer down into the doorway, and all of a sudden, the rotating stops. And as it does, all the glass in this rotating (laughs) door just shatters. And as the glass shatters, everybody that was inside the revolving door also takes a D4 of damage as you are just slammed forward into the pane in front of you. All right, he takes his his hammer back out and just kind of, like, Pops it back into its holster on his back. I knew Baldrick was conspiring with the door. Flum puts up his arms and flexes, and he's like, We beat the door, guys! (laughs) (laughs) Baldrick, Sting, who made it through with you, just kind of looks up at you and is like, Oh, that to get through a door, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. It's okay. They'll get it eventually. Chuggles would like to use his bare nose to sniff out the nearest Cinnabon. It, did, did anyone <sighs> notice the whole door fiasco in terms of like mall cops? Do we get a Paul Blart here or something? Like There are like patrons standing around in the mall in front of you. No guards or anything though, but they are all just watching in awe. Okay. okay. Do they seem to like, do they seem to be in awe because of the display or because they're like, hold on, uh, a Muppet born, uh, a fish man, a bear, a bear, an elf. <laughs> Baldrick turns around and is like, oh, okay, people, Boros, uh, <clears throat> Boros business here. Uh, just please uh, go back to what you were uh, shopping, doing, you know. It's fine. It's all fine. Flum's going to shove him out of the way and be like, I am Flum, destroyer <laughs> of doors. <laughs> all doors shall fear me. I let out a roar. Can you make an intimidation check? With advantage because I'm roaring. Yes, I'll give you advantage because Chuckles is roaring. Roar! <laughs> I got an 18. <laughs> so literally everybody in this little section of mall, which was probably about two dozen people, just sprint away <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
Meanwhile, outside, the couple kids that were just kind of like sitting around all start clapping for you all. <laughs> <laughs> Love, we're supposed to be keeping a low profile. Says who? Daryl does that thing that like high school girls do when they're in the mall with their parents where they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. And they like hide his, <laughs> he like hides his head and he's like, oh my God. Bolchik, this is a low profile. Now there's no one around. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's just find some clothing, please. I'm tired of these burlap sack pants. They're so itchy. Well, no one made you wear burlap, Baldrick. They had plenty of cloth. I was trying to be self-sufficient, uh, okay? It didn't work out. You guys can all easily make your way through the door because all the glass is shattered. And as you walk into the Trans Guild Mall, you see in front of you a beautifully kept, it's basically just a long hallway that goes on infinitely in either direction. Uh, in the section you're in with the door, there's a nice big fountain in the center of it that on top has a little cherub that's spewing water and shit. You know, very classy. Nice. Is it naked? It is naked. Oh, balls, nice. of, balls akimbo. Balls and, akimbo. Uh, <laughs> down the entire hallway, every once in a while, you see another one of those fountains, which indicates there is a door out into the city there. And the sides of the hallways are just lined with doors with shop names over them. Baldrick wants to look for the uh, uh, the nearest big and tall store. The, Baldrick is big and tall? I mean, he's he's tall and he's extremely muscular. But he lives in a world where Daryl exists. Yeah. 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 Well, for like humans. For humans. He, he goes to the big and tall anyways and gets really baggy clothes. <laughs> so, I mean, like, right in your immediate vicinity, there's probably a shop for just about anything you would want. Like, there's a, there's a tailor's shop. There is a couple restaurants, there is a weapons shop, there is a armory, basically anything you can think of. Baldrick gets into the nearest clothes store and hunts down the nearest red Hawaiian shirt. Wait, before this happens, can Daryl like kick his heels, like hit him against each other, and suddenly wheels pop out of his sneakers and he's wearing heels? No. Daryl does not have heels yet. Can, can, yet. Um. So Baldrick, you're able to quickly spot a place called Sylvia's clothes. Oh. <laughs> a very clever clothes store name that I just made up. It's a, it's a very nice storefront. It's got an open open doorway so you can just walk on through and it's got two big fat glass windows on either side where you can see the latest trending fashion which is all very colorful clothes, lots of leg warmers, lots of short shorts, lots of crop tops. It's a lot different than when you left 10 years ago. What about uh, one of those hats that looks like a beach ball but has a propeller? Um... Roll an investigation check. Okay. I got a two. You do not find a propeller hat. Chuggles is crying. Baldrick first seeks out the nearest Hawaiian shirt that's red. Right, of course, because that's his trademark. Yeah, so he loves Hawaiian shirts. So he gets that. He finds some, like, nice pants, blue blue jeans. He gets some new boots. And then to top it all off, he finds a baseball cap. Okay, so you're actually able to find a baseball cap with the Boros insignia on it. And and Bal- most of Baldrick's armor comes from the jacket he wears, right? Oh so yeah, he's gonna, gonna keep affect- he's gonna keep that. Okay, so this isn't affecting his armor class in any way. No. Um. So that bundle of clothes is probably like just pretty pretty common stuff. So the label on there says five silver pieces for all of that. Wait, do we know how much money we have? To be fair, <laughs> I thought we were just shoplifting. Hold on. <laughs> no, I got. I, I think we got like a hundred gold no, each. Well, Baldrick's is going to be different from any, everyone else's anyway. Yeah. So Baldrick, oh. that comes to five silver pieces. Chuggles, you look for a propeller hat. 
but you were unsuccessful. Uh, what else are you looking for? Uh, leg warmers. I would like two leg warmers, please. Two different colors of leg warmers or two different sets of leg warmers? Uh, two different colors. <laughs> what colors? Uh, red and orange, I'm feeling. All right, so the leg warmers come in packages, like little plastic bags, so you would have to tear them open to mix and match. I tear it open to mix and match. Can you make a sleight of hand check there? Do eight. Excuse me, what are you doing over there? Um, uh, we're famous. What do you mean you're famous? Put that back. No. And it is, it's just this like beautiful blonde lady who's standing behind the cash register. I eat it. <laughs> you eat the leg warmers? I shove them in my mouth and I go nom nom nom. Hey, you better be planning on paying for that. Paying for what? Paying for the leg warmers you just put in your mouth. No, I didn't. This is why I hate Muppet Borns. Don't make me call security <laughs> on you. Uh, who's the nearest person to me? I don't know. Probably Flum, right? Please. Flum, help! What, what? Is this yours? And she points down to Chuggles. I wave. Uh, that's a Chuggles. <laughs> Are you two here together? We're the group. Are any of you at least half intelligent? <laughs> you probably want Baldrick Stormcaller. He's in charge of us. Uh, do you want his credit card information, too? <laughs> <laughs> Don't withdraw from his savings account. Does she, does, does she, like, come up to me, or do I need to go up there? She just calls out into the story. Hey, is there a Baldrick storm caller in here? No, no, you gotta do it like the, uh, she grabs the mic. She <laughs> doesn't. Like, she just screams. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, as I'm, as I'm rifling through clothes, I hear it, and I walk up carrying what I have with me. Excuse me, but are these two with you? Can I slip out of the store? Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yep. Struggles, you're going to try to slip out of the store. Sneak further into the store so you can at least complete your outfit, idiot. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hide in the clothing racks. So you're like doing the Homer Simpson into the hedges. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Make a stealth check. And we'll say with advantage since the lady is focused on Baldrick right now. Ooh, unnatural 20. Can I roll against that too? What are you gonna point me out? No, like can see if I can like grab him if once he tries to sneak away, like a dad grabbing a little child. You can make a dexterity saving throw, but it will be against the twenty he just rolled. Oh fuck! Can I do some sort of help action to slap his hand away? No, no, it's it's not it's not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it. It's, it won't do it. Baldrick blindly tries to reach back and grab Chuggles, but he disappears into the clothes rack. Fuck you, Baldrick! <laughs> God damn it. Baldrick, are these people with you? Because it looks like they're trying to steal my clothes. Flum, did you try to steal clothes? Flum got bored and started walking off. <laughs> I I grab him by the collar and pull him back, and I say, Flum, did you try and steal clothing from this fine lady? I just got here. I'm not trying to steal anything. Sam. Okay, so he's not trying to steal. Who tried to steal clothing? It was a Muppet born, and, and he was right there, but now he's gone. Uh, wh what did he steal? He ate some of my leg warmers. That's going to be a silver piece, so I hope you better plan on paying for that. How many silver pieces are in gold piece? Ten. And how much was what I got? You have five silver pieces right now. Okay, you have to five. and then it was two for the leg warmer? One for the leg warmers, but he ripped open two packages, so yeah, two. <laughs> Okay, he's gonna be like, uh, I'll I'll pay for it, and he gives her seven silver pieces, and he hmm. for what he's got and the leg warmers. All right, but keep a better eye on them. You you got it, ma'am. All right, so like, juggles. Yeah. You are currently in the clothes racks, like inside of them. I'd like to find a leather jacket and some skinny jeans. A leather jacket and some skinny jeans. 
if you end up paying, yeah. uh, is also just going to be common clothes. And you don't have any like armor necessarily, right? Like your armor is just no. I am unarmed. Just comes from the fact that you're a small Muppet born. So that will probably come to about four silver pieces for all those clothes if you pay for them. Okay. Well, actually, it depends. Like, are you going for a nice jacket or are you going for a cheaper-looking jacket? Oh, no. Chuggles wants the nicest thing he finds. Okay, so if you're going for a nicer jacket, it will be a total of 15 silver pieces. <laughs> Flum, so now that Baldrick has come and sorted all that out, what are you doing? Flum's going to um, absentmindedly walk around the store because he honestly wasn't paying attention and is looking for food because he doesn't really realize where he is. This restaurant sucks. <laughs> but then he's gonna wander into the section labeled bad boys yeah, yeah. and Flum's gonna be like that's me and the, the section labeled bad boys is literally all just wife beaters and black leather jackets <laughs> <laughs> exactly and Flum's Flum not knowing how the closed store works he's gonna see it on the mannequin and think well I just get it from there and just start <laughs> taking this like dark leather jacket and this wife beater and these <laughs> these like kind of wash jeans. Acid wash jeans. Yeah. All right. So once again, that is a pretty nice jacket on the bad boys mannequin. So you are going to come to a total of one gold piece for all of your clothes. Okay. Guy, what's up, buddy? He's looking around. He's not really feeling anything. Tries on some Converse, puts them on. Tries on some pants, puts them on. Tries on this gray t-shirt, puts them on. But then outside... He sees something pretty cool. He sees a station where they are airbrush painting jean jackets. Ah. Oh, okay. And he wanders out and pay? starts picking. <laughs> no. Is anyone asking? So you you only put on shoes and a shirt from in here, or what do you say? I you put, put on? on like super basic jeans, Converse, and like a gray T-shirt. Make a stealth check as you walk out of the store. Sixteen. She does not notice you as you walk out with the clothes and does not say a word. <laughs> Okay. Chuggles so I holds walk. a thumbs up for stealing from one of the racks. <laughs> it just pops out from between two pairs of pants. I'm gonna be straight. I don't think I have any money anyway. We got a hundred gold from the fucking speakers shit or whatever, and then spent a little bit at Stavros's. So you have whatever's left of I that. I think I spent all of mine at Stavros's. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot left after the trip to Stavros. And then I think you guys collected everything for a party fund. I didn't spend much, but... I needed armor, so I spent quite a bit. So you walk up to a airbrush painting stall? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so it's like, the, it's this teenager with, like, shaggy hair and shitty clothes, and he's like, Sup, man? Um, what are these? Uh, the shirts? But, like, could we put this on, like, a Kevlar jacket? the paint yeah yeah i could put it on most things i guess okay could you paint me a neon green bat soaring through a <laughs> a field of fire bro no way <laughs> neon green bat soaring through a field of fire totally my spirit animal okay um i'm so good at airbrushing those i want one of those you don't want also a rendition of fishbur on that jacket and they're in a yin yang Oh my god. Add that. <laughs> also this this fish. You want the fish on the jacket too? Yeah. Alright, fair game. You know, since it seems like we're animal soulmates here, I'll just do it for free. How about that? That's amazing, my guy. He takes your jacket and starts airbrushing. Takes him a couple minutes, but 
shows it off to you, and it's pretty fantastic. Thank you so, so much. And he's like, you know what? I have a sneaking suspicion about you, too, so let me just do a little. And he points his airbrush at the shirt you're wearing. He writes on it, don't trust the birds. You really get me, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. And he high fives you. <laughs> no, normally, old dudes that come to my, my little thing here are, are pretty shitty, but you're all right. You're all right. You too. You too. Daryl, what are you up to, buddy? Okay, so here's, here's where Daryl's head's at. He doesn't want people to look at his tattoos, but in his head, it's not like, okay, wear neutral clothing, make it so people won't want to look at you. It's like, in his head, it's like, wear something so crazy, they can't help but look at anything else. Right. <laughs> so, okay. the first thing he sees is this glorious puffer jacket built for an elephant uh-huh. that is just rainbow. And he goes, oh, yes, honey. Puts that shit on. <laughs> and then... As he's browsing around, finds some, like, jean shorts, he's like, yeah, you know what, I got some thighs. Why not bring them outside? Uh, but then he finds... Wait, are the tattoos all over your body? Yeah. Every inch. Yes. But the idea is that the clothes are so insane. Yeah, that, like, people, like... That no one will notice the tats. Exactly. And then I just kind of, like, browsing out. I'm looking for the perfect pair of shoes, and then something just stands out to me, a new invention. Shoes... With wheels. Mm, hell yeah. Daryl names them roller faces. Dar- I don't think Daryl is going to be naming <laughs> them if they're Darryl for sale at a store. And name them roller <laughs> Daryl picks them up and is just like, these are mine. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps the copyright on that bitch. Yeah, and that's basically Daryl's whole look. Uh, Alright, so that's going to be three gold pieces because this is like the cutting edge of fashion right now. You know it is. In 1086 Ravnica. Alright. I, I, I pass it over. Daryl, you also see Sting just kind of standing in the corner with his arms crossed. Hey, hey what, what's wrong, little man? What? Nothing. What, what, what? What's your problem? I don't have a problem. You I just help. You need help figuring something out. No, I'm, I just I'm not I'm not gonna buy anything. Why aren't you gonna buy anything? Well, I think the clothes are stupid. You know who would wear some cool clothes like this? DJ Sting. <laughs> Come on. Roll bro. roll a persuasion check. That'd be fifteen. Wow. Can Flum? On his way out, also, like, come by, like, a shitty kiosk and see some aviators and be like, I always wanted to be a spy. The the kid at the airbrush station sees you standing at the aviator station and it's just like, oh, shit. And he puts on, like, a nice shirt and a pair of aviators and sprints over to the aviator station. And like, hey, man, uh, you looking to get some new shades? Uh, I don't know about the plant, but I was looking at these glasses. Yeah, Sean, man, I think you'd look pretty sick in a pair of these. They're one gold piece each. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Sweet, dude. It's your pair of aviators. Flum puts them on. Wow, the world's darker than I remember. (laughs) I've been saying that for years, man. I've been saying that for years. Okay, so hard cut out of the store. The Six of you walking in slow motion in your brand new outfits. Sting is now wearing uh, bright pink booty shorts and a crop top white tank top. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a good influence. Everybody around outside is just like staring at you. Little mix of, it's like a mix of horrified and pleasantly surprised. 
If you can uh, imagine what that facial expression would be. <laughs> uh, Bal- Baldrick looks at Sting and con- tries to convincingly say, man, Sting, you're, re- you're really pulling that off. Roll a deception check. It's an eight. Hey, fuck you, Baldrick. All I've ever been is nice to you and all of these people are mean <laughs> to you. And this is how you're going to come back at me with it, being a smarmy dick. I, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if like the 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 tank shut, tops shut the right the, thing. Shut the, the pink, hell up. The pink is definitely your yeah, color. Shut up, shut Baldrick. The, shut the hell up, Baldrick. No fashion storm collar. And then I look at and then I look uh, at Sting and I'm like, little man, you look fucking epic. Thanks, Daryl. No problem. This is why we all like Daryl more than we like you, Baldrick, because <laughs> Daryl's nice to people. As these three are arguing, Flum. Suddenly, the world just disappears around you. And all you see is white. You don't hear your friends arguing anymore. (laughs) And it's, even with your shades on, this is just like pure white. And a voice comes to you. The same voice that you heard in the Lot of Neva as it was crashing into Ravnica. Flo, I I have very limited time to talk to you. I was not able to reach out to you while you were in Innistrad. And while you were there, I have grown very weak. But now that you're back, I can see what you've accomplished there. And I see now that you're the hero I've been looking for. Flung, you are destined for great things. But my sanctuary has been taken over by an evil force. And I fear that soon, I will wither away into nothing. Without each other, we will not be able to achieve what we are destined to achieve. Please, if you truly are the chosen one, you will be able to find me. Help me, Flumstein Dragava. You are my only hope. Zelda? Mom! Is it Leia? Is that mom? One more thing, Flumstein. I have had a vision. A terrible vision. Of your friend perishing. A gruesome death. And you, you must make sure it happens, Flum. Promise me, even if I wither away, make sure... The goblin dies when the time comes. Oh no. Uh, okay. Oh my god. Oh, don't, god damn it. Don't you dare take away oh my. my little goblin pocket. My pocket How goblin. How could you? <laughs> Plum, you snap back into it. All of a sudden, the world is back in front of you. Darker now from the shades. And all your friends are still arguing around you. Plum's, Plum's gonna be like, Whoa. Whoa. I can't believe Guy has to die. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Ravnik Avengers 2, Disco of the Soul. The Ravnik Avengers are Sullivan Harris as the DM, Ben Mannix as Flumstike Dragava, Lena Pratt as Guy Elfman, Chris Rowe as Chuggles the Muppetborn, Casey Clark as Baldrick Stormcaller, and Joanna as Daryl Hall. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a rating helps expand our egos or keep them in check depending on the kind of writing you want to leave uh but if you could leave us five gold pieces worth of stolen goods out of five gold pieces worth of stolen goods we'd really appreciate it if you aren't following us on social media do that we are at ravnik avengers on instagram and twitter ravnik avengers is part of the orion valley productions podcast network and if you're craving some more audio goodness you could head over to Frankly I Love Movies, where our old friend Josh Wall is airing a new miniseries covering film adaptations of Broadway musicals. This week he is talking to Wicked original cast member and all-around great person, Michelle Federer, about Fiddler on the Roof. 
Thank you as always to Lord Candy for this season's cover art. That is at L-O-R-D-K-N-D-Y on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you all in two weeks when the Ravnik Avengers finally run into some familiar faces. Bye! What is everybody's spirit dinosaur? <laughs> Stingers of a Velociraptor. Oh, chicken. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted to some be a chicken. Some kind of pterosaur. A giraffe. <laughs> I like the aquatic one that starts with a P. Platypus. <laughs> like a plesiosaur? Yeah! High five, Lena. <laughs>